0: Hi, this is Steve. this is Lisa. And this is our podcast cult.
1: I married a history teacher.
0: And we are coming at you from our studio in beautiful, sunny Baltimore, Maryland.
1: Yeah, it's a little... uh, It's not sunny anymore. It's 8 o'clock and I hate this part of the summer. The days are getting shorter.
0: It's fantastic. The summer's ending and the summer is the worst. Hashtag summer sucks.
1: I... I'm going to spare the listeners and not get into this argument with you.
0: Yeah, that's great. I don't think weather talk is good podcasting.
1: Yeah, generally speaking, no. I mean, unless we were, like, meteorologists and had something, like, cool to say about it. But yeah. mostly just complaints or observations on that's our a good
0: end. point. Do you think the audience can hear our um, yeah. washing machine yes. in our studio going off?
1: Yes, I think That's not can.
0: good podcasting either. It's not professional. It's not professional. But, you know... We're guerrilla potters, though, at least.
1: We're guerrilla potters and... You know, it's like those celebrity sections in People magazine where, like, oh, it's just, they're just like us. Like, yep. we're humanizing ourselves.
0: That's right. We too do laundry. As people who talk to countless, countless listeners, mm. it's good to humanize ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um Speaking of which, of our, um, just so many listeners, um, we have interestingly seen an increase of about 20% listenership in the last month or so, Mm -hmm. but we've seen a massive decrease in the amount of commercials that we are getting hired for. So just a reminder to you out there, folks, um, $30 gets you a a 30-second commercial spot, where we'll say whatever you want on our next episode of this wonderful podcast. Uh, And if you're wondering where the money goes to, we used actually the money we've collected so far to actually get microphones. Mm. Uh, So the money is going to improving our our potting. Yeah. Um,
1: The microphones are in route, so you're still... Yeah, we
0: still don't have... We're still officially gorilla potting right now. Um, But next episode, hopefully, we'll have some microphones up and running.
1: Yeah. And if you'll notice, despite the fact that our listenership Increase. We did not raise our advertising prices. So mm-hmm. it's actually, you can think of it as a discount, really.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. We are a pod of the people. Indeed. Lisa, I'm going to throw in a free commercial, though, because what I'm advertising is a service that a friend of ours also does for free, mm. okay? So if anyone's interested, uh, our friend Julie is a yoga instructor who does free yoga,
1: mm.
0: Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from 12 to one mm-hmm. She also has a website where you can go and watch recorded episodes, which is also entirely free. Now, I would love to tell you how to do this, but she's still working out the kinks of getting herself a proper like website that I can like clearly say www.freeyoga.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. But just reach out to me. Let me know. I'll shoot you the links everything you need.
1: Slide into Steve's DMs.
0: Yes, or Lisa's. No, mine. <laughs> Actually. Hey, cool <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, uh, check it out.
1: Julie, she's a great yoga teacher, and it's really, it's pretty awesome that she's providing so many free um, classes, because that's not the case.
0: Yeah, and I started doing it recently um, because my lower back was hurting, and now it's, it hurts less from the yoga.
1: Yoga will fix everything. I had a terrible back in high school, and it followed me for several years until I really got into yoga, and I haven't had a back problem in, like... Yeah. Like years and
0: years. That's our commercial for yoga in general.
1: Yeah, I mean they they go hand in hand. Yoga is us thirty bucks.
0: (laughs) Um but yeah, check out yeah, shoot me a shoot me a message or whatever. Reach out to me in any way you can. um, if you want to do some free yoga. Do it. Lisa, we are gonna do a totally different style episode tonight, aren't we?
1: Yeah. Totally different. It's not style.
0: I guess content's different. Different content.
1: Thematically different.
0: different. We're not doing history. Well, I guess it's historic because it's happened in the past.
1: Yeah, this is the thing with history. It's pretty easy. Because like, look, oh my God, what I just said
0: Mm -hmm.
1: two seconds ago, that's history now. So it's pretty easy to put it in that bucket. But yes, this is not going to be of the... Of the kind you'd find in textbooks anywhere, really, unless no. somehow they put us in charge of the Department the of Education. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be talking about our, our, our business. Our, for Lisa, I guess it's a side business, but for me, it's just my regular business. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we figured that we would take a break from sort of dense history stuff and just straight up talk about Airbnb because we have seen some shit.
1: Yeah, it's been 5 years now that we've been Airbnb hosts and it is a wild world out there.
0: Yes, and to be clear, it's not just like we have a listing. Like we have several listings in several different cities. Run the gamut of price range and styles. So we have seen anything and everything. Well, I'm sure we'll see so much more.
1: Oh, yeah. But I, we've I still seen a surprised. lot. We've seen a lot. We have. Yeah, yeah. We're battle-tested.
0: So we thought it'd be fun to take a break from dense history and intense topics and just Lisa and I will just bullshit and tell some stories and like our funniest and maybe most alarming stories that we've dealt with as Airbnb hosts. Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're one of our new listeners, just to be totally clear, this is the first time we've ever done anything like this. Everything else has been about history or sort of government, like high school government stuff. And I'm no longer a history teacher. I'm a former history teacher, and I stopped to run the Airbnb business.
1: Hmm. Still trained as one, though.
0: Yes, I can still... actively acting. Yes, I can get back into it at any moment. Still, any, still uh, licensed. In yeah. fact, I plan on getting into it eventually soon. Maybe not next school year.
1: It depends how you define sin.
0: Yeah. soon's a relative term. It is. In a human-created concept of time. Indeed.
1: Yeah, you could teach more than history at this point. Mm-hmm. physics of the universe
0: yeah, yeah. Metaphysics. word meanings word, Metaphysics. word meanings word meanings 101 exactly yeah
1: do they like pay you more if you can teach more classes in a wider variety
0: no the answer if you're a teacher is do they pay you more <laughs> to do x the answer is no <laughs> it doesn't matter what x equals the answer is no
1: so this is like another reason that we need to get in on the mm-hmm. Department of Education
0: uh-huh. so we
1: can get you a raise.
0: Not me. You can get all of the teachers more money, more raises, more money for doing things, performance based, all sorts of stuff. We don't care about other people. No, no. don't say that. That's not true. Uh,
1: it's not true. It was a bad
0: joke. Oh, yeah. Sarcastic comment. C minus. No. D plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. Okay. Yeah, D plus-ish. Okay. Sorry, my apologies. What Airbnb story do you want to tell first?
1: I don't know, because it's hard. You know, you can go with, like, it's like, we've had some like kind of dark ones, some just, like, funny, some just annoying. So I don't know. Do you want, like, but what's your emotion you want to go with right now?
0: I, don't, I, I want to address a question that I think a lot of people have about Airbnb guests that's sort of, like, not PC to talk about. Because so many people have asked me this while beating around the bush. And I kinda wanted to talk about it and like take it like take a twist on it that people haven't really seen. I'm
1: interested about Yeah, what I you're haven't even totally talked be... to you
0: about this one oh. recently. Because this is a trend I've started noticing like pretty recently. Like within the last year is when I really started noticing it.
1: Okay. Lay it on me.
0: So also people we're gonna be teasing certain types of people. We mean it all well and fun. Like the baby boomers are gonna get it a little bit tonight. It's, we, we mean well, all right? We do. We love I mean, our baby boomers. You know, it's all good. Yeah,
1: they, they birthed us and raised us. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to be pro Karens all the time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but there's a, there's a place in society for everyone.
0: Yeah. So, a, a lot of questions that we get, people always want to ask us in some sort of weird way that seems, I don't know. But they always go, Who makes the worst Airbnb guests?
1: Oh, you
0: mean they're, like, trying to get us to stereotype? Yeah, they want to hear stereotypes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I can, I'm saying this totally honestly. The real answer to that is every group of person, whether it's age, race, whatever, nationality, whatever it's based on, there's good and there's bad. Mm. Yes, we, right. we've seen yeah, that play out. Right, and that's the boring but true answer. Mm. Um there's differences, you know, like baby boomers obviously complain more. Classic stereotype. They're yes. way more likely to complain about shit that millennials wouldn't even, like, imagine as a problem. I would yes,
1: think. although we've gotten millennials that were like, we just are like, oh, no, they're just born in the wrong decade. This is a baby boomer in a yeah, millennial body. hundred percent. And I will say that, like, the, the number one biggest indicator of what type of guest you're going to be is the message that you send us. We can read that, and we know in five seconds if you're going to suck or not. I mean, it's like this, so obvious. This
0: person's having a party. Yep. This person's going to do nothing but complain. Yep. This person has no intention in paying us the full amount because they're going to complain so much. Yep. I, I mean, it's just so obvious. It is. It's like teenagers trying to be slick. It's just like so see Exactly.
1: And one of the things I love to tell people that holds true almost 100% of the time, anytime someone claims that they're laid back, or chill, they are not.
0: (laughs) Not laid back, not chill. (laughs) Absolutely
1: never. It's like, it's truly comical how much that rule holds
0: and they love repeating it. Look, I'm I'm an easygoing guy. I'm super easygoing, but I pulled the bed out from a, back against the wall for some reason and there's dust back there. And I'm a really easy chill guy.
1: I'm about to But I'm going to need
0: you to send your cleaning team back over here. Sir, it's 11:45 at night. <laughs> I, you know, I'm an easygoing guy, but like this is unacceptable. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes,
0: yeah. And you guys think I'm exaggerating, and no. we are not. No. <laughs> we are not. But so I'm decided I want to call out one specific group of people.
1: Okay.
0: All right? I'm going to be statists tonight. Because mm. you know who's been pissing me off so much recently?
1: People from Texas.
0: People from Texas. Yeah, yeah. So you have caught on to this.
1: Yes, yeah. So Steve, obviously, I mean, he runs this full time, but I catch messages every once in a while. Um, yeah. There's, well, there's, I mean, again, not to stereotype, but obviously, I mean, everyone's aware of the political divisions around COVID right now. And that's influencing travel trends quite a bit. And people from states that maybe tend to care less about COVID are traveling more than others. And Texas is one of those states. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of them right now.
0: Yes. But my, me noticing there, there's sort of weird quirks always like. That's been going on for years, but you are right. We've seen a huge influx in Texans coming to these. Texans and Floridians, yes. And so, like for example, Texans cannot get over the fact that in East Coast cities. You can't just pull up into the driveway or pull up right in, like on the street and there's thousands of acres to park your giant <laughs> truck and walk into the house.
1: And they are always in massive SUVs.
0: Always. Like, I don't even know they made SUVs this big. I know. I grew up driving SUVs. Yes, you did. And it's like these. they always show up in a massive truck and then call us screaming about how they can't park in the middle of Washington, D.C. Yes,
1: when we make it clear that it's street parking and that it's difficult. Yes,
0: Yes. so that's always kind of been... And, like, here's the fun thing about most people. You explain people the general nature of a city. Like, there's so many people, it's not just Texans, that are not used to the parking in an East Coast city.
1: They're not used to a lot of things about cities. Yes,
0: yes. But they show up, and you have to, like, where do I park? And you explain, hey, it's really hard to park, you have to street park, maybe you have to go to the garage. And, like... 19 out of 20 people are like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, it's Washington, D.C., or it's Baltimore, which is a 300-year-old city or whatever, you know. Right. Texans, though, get mad at you yeah. that the city isn't more like Texas. <laughs> and they're the only people that do that. It's just like, I want to leave Texas, but I want everything to be the exact same as Texas, apparently. Right. Right. And the most recent one I got was so, so funny, where they got into the house, they called me, and they casually, they go, hey, uh, Steve, we're going we're gonna to cancel the reservation, and we, we're going to get a uh, refund. Please send over the refund. I say, you know, that's not really how it works. <laughs> There's <laughs> cancellation policies in place. May I ask why you're canceling?" And they just casually say... Well, yeah, there's there's steps in the house. And I go. Well, yeah, it's uh this is Baltimore. I, I, I'm not exactly 95 percent of houses, if not more, in Baltimore have three stories. Our, our houses here in Baltimore are 12 feet wide and three stories tall.
1: Yes. Also, there are abundant photos of the stairs in the listing that they booked
0: and mention in the write-up yes about the stairs because yes. every staircase in baltimore is steep,
1: it's steep. yes we always again
0: say. the houses are 12 feet wide <laughs> kevin durant can't even lay on the ground with his legs and arms stretched out for god's <laughs> sakes in a baltimore house okay so of course there's steps right yeah she goes, yeah, we're going somewhere where we can't find steps. Where so, we can so, find steps. Yeah, where we, yeah, where there's no steps. I go, madam you're in the Mid Atlantic. You're on the East Coast, and the East Coast we build vertically. That's how things are. Space is at a premium. So where are you going to go? You don't want. You told me you don't want to go to a hotel because of COVID. Totally understandable. You can't go to Washington D.C. and not find a non-row house. You can't go up to Philadelphia and find a non-row house. And you sure as hell cannot go anywhere else in Baltimore and not find steps. Yeah, And I was being downright honest with her.
1: Yeah. And I was saying, though, I do want to make a plug for, I mean, I'm sure given ADA, American Disability Act, I'm sure there are some places that are accessible without steps with a wheelchair. But but people also need to remember, you know, a lot of people are not wanting to stay in a hotel, so a lot of people are booking Airbnbs right now. So there's just not a lot available when you're looking same day.
0: Yeah. I should clarify that these people were not handicapped.
1: Right, also that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: but just to they say just like I'm sure. Didn't they're Didn't want to be around steps.
1: Yeah, they didn't they didn't want to be.
0: And so eventually I explained to her the sort of nature of cities in the mid-Atlantic. Yeah. And she seriously on the phone says to me, Well, I'm from Texas. And in Texas, our houses don't have steps. What? <laughs> First of all, I've been to Texas. A lot of houses do have steps.
1: Yep,
0: yep. It, what are you talking about? <laughs>
1: yeah, a lot of them like those multi-stories.
0: Also, like, how are you going to scream at me over the general nature of Texas versus the city that you're choosing to visit? <laughs> yeah. That was a really good one. That is a really good one. And then I'm, like, certain, like, I've thought back on it, and all these people, it's like... They had gotten so many weird complaints about Texas. Yeah. I had to go fix a third-story window because it didn't lock properly, even though it was sealed shut for decades by paint and was on the top floor of a locked-in, gated backyard.
1: Yeah. I really did not like that girl. I
0: had to go over there and fix a sealed-shut window.
1: She went in and this is also some Texas shit where like I mean I'm all about like being able to like ensure your own safety but this house had like a lot of windows it's the three stories she checked every single window lock to make sure that they were all working properly look, working and the one that wasn't working had was sealed shut and then you fixed it. Most
0: windows are sealed shut anyway. Right also true especially in these old houses. It's an old ass house it's been painted into like 50 times. Yeah.
1: Um, you also fixed it, and she was still salty as hell. Mm-hmm. I think she thought she, she wanted to cancel. Yeah. A lot of times people decide they, they don't want to stay somewhere because they realize, oh, this is what a city is, um, and they get scared. Um, and then they try to come up with bullshit excuses, and she was, ugh, I don't know, like her.
0: No. Mm-hmm. That's my first story,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is shitting on Texas vacation.
1: I think that was a good lead-in.
0: And I got family from Texas. I got love for all y'all. Kirby, both candies, Leslie. Love you guys. Mm. But I'm just I'm just speaking my experience, and it's not offensive to make fun of Texans yet.
1: Not yet. You might have
0: to delete this in, like, three years. <laughs> um, but for now, I'm going to talk shit about Texans. Let's do it. All right. Make it. What else you got, Lise?
1: Where to start? Um, I think... I think I'd like to go with Veronica,
0: because you shouldn't name names. Oh shoot!
1: Oh, I mean, whatever,
0: Mrs. Vanessa. (laughs) Well, yeah. All right. First of all, it was a first name. All right. It's also a pretty common name. So yeah. Okay.
1: Exactly. And, yeah, there's just no way she's finding this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, or anyone's identifying her. Um, but it will just, it will tell you something. I do not remember most guests' names. Like, I think of all the stories we're going to tell here, I probably know three of their names. And, like, this girl's name is just, like, burned my brain. She's such mm-hmm. a freaking Veronica. Um, yeah, so this was several years ago now. And um, we were on a birthday trip for me. I was... How old was I back then? 30? Might have been my 30th birthday. I think it was,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm showing my age now. Um, But uh, so we're at this hotel and Steve playing this whole surprise. I'm so lovely. We had this great dinner. And we're like, oh, we're happy and merry. It's my birthday. Um, That's exactly what I was saying. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually quoting you. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And we abruptly get woken up at 2 in the morning from this girl Um, and this is always funny because like usually I'm on the other end of this right so I hear something at the other end you know Steve picks up the phone he goes hi this is Steve and that's how I know it's an Airbnb call because it's some unknown number and I just hear this like screaming on the other end and she's essentially berating Steve telling him that the door code doesn't work into um, our uh, the place. And all of our places have keypads. It makes your life way easier. Unless the battery dies. Ooh, which reminds me of another story. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And uh, yeah, so she is screaming about how it doesn't work and how our instructions are terrible. And Steve, and this has happened a few times, Steve's like, are you at the right door? Because this place is a basement. We clearly advertise this as a basement. And then we also own the, um, the place right above it. And it's always, always, always a bad sign when they think they were supposed to go into the above ground place. Because that means they didn't understand the listing and they thought they were getting something fancy. Mm-hmm. They're always bad guests when they think yeah. that they weren't supposed to stay in the basement. And so she goes in there. If She finally is like, uh, and like gets in there. Proceeds to call you again. hmm so, sorry, do you want to take over? Because I feel like we should just no, keep trade back on, and forth.
0: I don't really fully remember.
1: You don't remember I remember her? the
0: aftermath more than what exactly she was saying to me.
1: Oh, okay. So then she goes into the basement, calls us again. Like, now it's almost three in the morning. And starts screaming again about how disgusting the place is. She starts talking about scuffs on the paint job. So you have to repaint your Airbnb's a lot because people are awful luggage. with their luggage. And they just, their wall. like what are they doing? Like they're yeah. literally just swinging around.
0: Um, it's not their property, I don't care.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. But, um, so yes, there were some scuff marks. It was definitely up for a paint job, but like this is not something that truly affects your stay, nor is it something you need to discuss at three in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she also yelled about a, a, like a door handle on one of the cabinets was loose. Um, and then there was, I mean, well, I'm assuming she was telling the truth here. There was one great, like an actual offense, which was that apparently there was one of the, the throw blankets had uh, a jizz statement.
0: We don't know that. We don't, don't. we don't. It
1: could, it could have been a drool. It also could have been a lie. I mean, yeah. she didn't actually send, um, a picture of that. And then she found like a spider and she yeah basically she proceeded to ruin the whole weekend she like did not stop contacting us she clearly wanted to stay for free meanwhile she got a huge discount it was in the middle of winter i think she was paying like 65 dollars a night that place goes for like 150 in the high season um and then like it was just this awful exchange like she left this terrible review um and this is gonna make me seem like a bad person but i guess i'm just gonna tell the full story so she was just so terrible to us, and we went... To, we rushed, actually, to the apartment, because we were like, okay, we want to make sure that we're not, like, missing something here. And the place was fine. Um, but she left a coat.
0: Hmm. Two of them.
1: Two coats. And they weren't that nice of coats. Um, but we grabbed the coats, and she called us again, like, complaining, and then being like, and by the way, like, I left my coats there, so I need them. And we we're like, we did not find any coats. I don't know what you're talking about. And so I... Hate stole her coats and donated them to Goodwill.
0: We did. We trapped him <laughs> off at Goodwill. Like, I don't know where your coats are.
1: Uh, Sorry, lady. <laughs> yeah, and then she was actually one of the first guests I gave like a truly bad review to. Um, it takes a lot for us to like give a low yeah. star rating and. We've a probably scathing. given
0: like five total in yeah. five years. Yeah,
1: it takes a lot, a lot. Um, and uh, and she, you could do a response, and she just made herself look like a true psycho like, just screaming at me about how, like, there was cum everywhere and, like...
0: Just jizz everywhere. Yeah, and,
1: and just, like, <laughs> I'm going to get my revenge. Then I deal with her again. You
0: never found the jizz, either.
1: Yeah, I don't think we did. I mean, to be fair, I didn't really want to find it on a blanket. But
0: anyways... Yeah. Um, we looked. I looked, at You least. did? Okay. I was like, this this type of shit you need to know. You need to throw that out. Yeah, no, that's true.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, I guess I wasn't paying attention to that. But, um... Yeah, and then I had a whole other thing because you can open up cases with Airbnb where you complain because we, we gave her a cleaning discount anyways and then she wanted all of her money back after she, I gave her a bad review and she accused me of all this shit including stealing her coats which is ridiculous. How dare she? <laughs> and uh, Airbnb sided with us luckily um, but I was very frustrated with her for a long time. Um, so that's one of my stories.
0: Yeah, um, I want to tell a quick one. Uh, one of the ones that make me laugh the most is that, again, it's really hard to get boats in the winter. And we had, by the way, hot tip for you travelers out there. Traveling at, to Airbnbs during the winter is like a great way to travel because it's way, way cheaper. And like everywhere you go in the town is like always way more empty. And it's a trick that Lisa and I have been doing for years.
1: Yeah. And ask for a discount. As long as you ask nicely. Yeah. Just don't be a winter. dick about it. Yeah. And then, sorry, one other tip for oh. Airbnbers just be nice unless there's something that is like objectively terrible about your Airbnb. And you know that like, if you go to third party mediation through Airbnb that you will win because you have proof because they falsely advertise something else, something like that. Like be nice because the hosts hold a ton of power and we can decide whether or not to give you a discount. And if you're nice and you're like, I'm so sorry, but like, this has actually caused us a huge blah, blah, blah. Like we'll, we'll probably try to help you out. If you're an asshole, like, I'm we, fighting you
0: tooth yeah, and nail. Yeah,
1: like, we ain't got no love for you. Yeah, yeah, but
0: it's not you're not dealing with like a corporation. It's not the Hilton. You can't just call and start yelling at people and expect to get, you know, they're like, all right, we'll give this asshole some money. Yes, or like a free stay or whatever. It's yes. like you're dealing with just yelling at another human being who's like trying to make some extra money. Right, and, and people just keep that in mind.
1: Yes, exactly, <laughs> and that that's another thing. Like people forget that, and they boomers especially treat us like we're there to serve them and yeah. that like yelling is the only way and i think that's a huge culture shift and it's why there's reviews on both ends for all of the sharing economy it's like you no know, these are person-to-person exchanges and there needs to be a level of respect yeah. we still definitely take it seriously and we try to defer to customers right but like don't be a dick yeah. like we shouldn't encourage dickishness in any passive society really
0: yeah I also want to just totally clarify that boomers, when they're not complaining, are the best guests a, to a certain extent, right? They, they, take, they respect homes. They always leave it clean. I just want to not be total dicks to the boomers.
1: That's very true. It's
0: just like when you get an unhappy boomer, God help you. God help Like mil- yeah. millennials are way more likely to leave it dirty or have a party or like not know how basic shit works and ruin stuff.
1: Yeah, very true.
0: But they just will never complain. And that's yeah. nice as well. Yeah straight off um, but anyway one of my just quick little fun stories that I think is great is uh, we were stoked because we got this girl who booked for like two weeks in the middle of winter but then she was here and she was in the basement She's a nice little guest we would hear really weird noises like her screaming every now and <laughs> then and then but she kept extending her stay and extending her and it was it was like oh my god yes 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 of course of course you can keep going of course yeah, you can yeah, keep yeah. staying so we loved this girl, despite all the weird noises she would make. And then, when she finally checked out, we went down there and found out she was clearly had a fake ID operation going <laughs> on, where she had like the state-of-the-art printer and like all of these like little things that you print on that are exactly ID shaped. And we were like, oh, this chick was just probably like hanging up at Hopkins." Mm. just friggin' selling fake IDs and kept extending as long as business was good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, she just kept going until it was over. And then she left in quite a hurry because she left all these brand-new yoga clothes, which um, I also helped myself, too.
0: Yeah, we do sometimes keep the stuff people leave behind. Especially if they don't ask... If they ask for it, I'll send it. But, like, if you're going to leave behind, like, nice booze or something, we're, we're drinking that booze.
1: Oh heck yeah, buddy.
0: We'll even drink the shitty booze. We've talked about it in a couple of our episodes of uh, when we're actually talking history.
1: Yeah. I mean you're a little bit more partial to it than I am.
0: I'm not throwing away good booze. My mother <laughs> taught me not to waste things. Good, good booze, yeah. I'm not throwing away booze, period. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll yeah. you can leave a beer thirty at my house. I'm drinking that <laughs> beer thirty. <laughs> oh
1: man, that's good. Um I got a couple others. Maybe I'll just do like a couple like random like I I won't go into the whole story, but just like little snippets of it. Um, There was a girl, girl staying in uh, one of our places, and we had like a little cutout of the ceiling. Um, She came. She complained to us later that she was a afraid that creepy crawlers were gonna come through or something else she couldn't even imagine. And then she also complained that my favorite piece of artwork with this little this deer with antlers and art um, freaked her freaked her out to remove it.
0: Yeah. Um, that She's was like, funny. You guys got to get rid of that thing. You <laughs> know that thing is creepy. And we're like, no, we actually think it's quite pretty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, we had a couple saying underneath us that we get into these knockout
0: Insane fights. fights.
1: Insane. Say the
0: meanest shit like to each you've other
1: ever heard. Like you're you, a terrible mother to our child.
0: Like all, like, <laughs> da- like Lisa and I are not perfect, but holy <laughs> shit. I know we try
1: not to judge couples, but yeah. But that was bad. I, they did. They seemed very miserable. I I, w-
0: I could not believe one of them didn't stab the other one at one point. Yeah.
1: No. No. For sure. Um, another, one of my favorites is, uh, we used to, when we first started Airbnb at our condo in DC, we would leave out chocolates. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and normally people would take like a couple and we got home this one time and like the whole bowl was gone. To be
0: fair, these were like the really good Lindor chocolates and we'd leave out like lots of them. Yeah. So people would take one or two and call it a day. Right.
1: This couple or whoever they were with.
0: Then there were four of them. Four of them.
1: They, yeah. they were all gone. And then like later, like. That week, we'd be looking around, and we realized there was just chocolate fingerprints everywhere. everywhere.
0: (laughs) All over the walls. And there's there's also a lot of booze, like empty booze left behind. So they clearly just got drunk and went ham on some chocolates. You said for a week, though. We were finding chocolate fingerprints for months. I'm not exaggerating, like months from the, this this one group. It was so funny. And it'd be like little Easter eggs where I'd be like, Lisa, come here. There's one like seven feet high up in the bathroom on the wall. That's
1: so true. Oh, I love that one. Um, there was another girl who like, this is a, one of those cases of clearly just wanting to cancel for whatever reason. Um, and she, her chief complaint was that she took out the the couch cushions and underneath found like a dime size pizza crust and said that it was unsanitary and not clean enough for her to stay.
0: The my p- most recent favorite complaint is um, so. someone complained. <laughs> this is not an exaggeration. They took pictures of it. <laughs> Ants. Outside of the house. Ants were outside of the house.
1: (laughs) Yep, they were on the deck.
0: Yes. The other complaint they had about being outside is that the lights didn't work when they didn't figure out how to turn the lights on.
1: Yep. Those user error ones. Like, this is another life lesson I feel like everyone should abide by. Like, if you think there's something wrong, like, don't assume that there might not be user error on your part. Like, just phrasing in a way, like, hey, I might be missing something. Because if you come, like, guns a just yep. like, you idiots. Like, I saw someone do that at Starbucks once, being like, I put in my order, like, blah, blah. And the, the guy was like, ma'am, do you mind checking? Like, we don't have anything. And she's like, oh. You know, and just like, yeah. you gotta just just assume you might have messed up so you're not, again, a dick.
0: Yeah. Luckily for me, I mess up all the time, so I always assume <laughs> it's my fault first. You do.
1: We never have that problem with you. <laughs> Another one that I want you to talk about is, um, so these people are saying this other place that we're running in D.C., and first of all, the guy, like, they were like, oh, something's wrong, like, with your toilet seat. It turned out, like, the, the husband was just, like, quite large, sat on it and snapped it somehow. And then while you were there trying to fix it, like, With the asshole kid with
0: the Wi Fi, can you tell that story? Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) So like as I'm there, like fixing this broken toilet seat (laughs) that the dude had clearly broke himself (laughs) comes up to me and goes, You know, the little kid, he's like eight or some shit. Mm -hmm. You know, the Wi Fi's not working either. I'm like, Oh yeah, what's it say? She's like, says the password is wrong, but I'm providing the password or I'm typing in the password that you provided. I'm like, well, are you typing it in properly? And he goes, yes. Mm-hmm. I go, are you sure you're <laughs> typing the password in properly? He goes, yes, I know how to use computers. <laughs> and I say, I say it out to him verbally. And then he goes, Oh, I I didn't see the exclamation point. <laughs> and then runs off. And like his parents just sat there. I, like say something, you dicks. Like,
1: do not let like your I'm child sitting here
0: f- like that. breaking, f- fixing something you broke <laughs> while your kid is talking shit to me over his mistake. What are you doing?
1: What are you doing? Um, also, uh, I love the ones where they're like, "Your your curtains fell down. It must not have been <laughs> installed properly. If it fell at a child's small tug, and like meanwhile, like their child had literally just swung themselves." Yeah. From the curtain
0: They try to claim That their kid Tugged lightly On the curtain rod It was drilled Into a stud yeah, but, Do you yeah. know What a kid Has to do To rip off A curtain <laughs> That's drilled Into a stud know, It's, it's unbelievable
1: And the, people They just uh, They're just like afraid. We don't usually Charge people For stuff no, like that No We
0: understand This shit happens
1: Yeah right? and But then they like Come up with these Things and be like Just so you know This is your fault mm-hmm. um, Let's see do you have any others I'm looking at my list here?
0: I mean, the last two that I have on my mind right now are, like, the bigger ones.
1: Okay, so I got – Oh, uh, here's another phenomenon with Airbnb. It's just a rule. The first guest at your property when you launch it is always going to be shitty. hmm
0: mm-hmm. And,
1: like, some of this makes sense because I think people that, like, don't want to be held accountable on Airbnb know that if a place doesn't have reviews, they're probably going to be more lenient with you because they're trying to, like – Get established. Also get established. Get good reviews. It's harder to get booked when you don't have um, reviews. So, hey,
0: speaking of Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Um,
1: they, um, yeah, so they always suck. And uh, our first ever guest at um, at our place like four or five years ago flooded out like the whole front of the she was, unit.
0: She was dropping the tampons. Yeah,
1: she like clogged up the entire thing. And like, I definitely had a moment where I was like, "What have we done? Like, what have we gotten ourselves into?" Dude, the do? first,
0: so we actually got into this business because we were a teacher to a nonprofit worker trying to live in Washington D.C. Mm. And for those of you who don't know, you have to have more money than God to live in Washington <laughs> D.C. Um, so we started Airbnb in our second bedroom, and our very first person who came to stay with us. We didn't know how to handle it. Like, it was this guy. He was, you know, so we were out. It was like a Friday night. He shows up. He messages us over here. He's like, yo, we're down the street. We're at this bar. Come hang out with us. Mm-hmm. So we're hanging out with this. Do you guys do you remember this dude? Mm, yeah, yeah. So we're hanging out with this guy, and he's like, fine. You know, he's your typical, you know, like, middle-class white dude who likes drinking beers. You know, we all know those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know a <laughs> few but then he got drunk. Do you remember what he wouldn't stop talking to us about?
1: Was it um like that his girlfriends
0: or he had a fetish for Indian women? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he like once he was drunk wouldn't stop creepily like talking to us about Indian chicks while like moving his eyebrows around. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, dude. I I mean, you know, good good for you, you know?" <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs>
1: that was so weird. Yeah. Um
0: look, by the way, just I don't want to fetish shame. Like you do your thing, but like No, you're audience. Re, you know, read the room. Yeah. <laughs> read,
1: read the room. Um another good one. Um do you remember those people on um I'm I'm trying to describe this house without saying the address, but uh up in Upper Fells. Sure. And uh the they came in wanting to cancel be- because again they're from a rural place in pennsylvania
0: oh these people yeah yeah
1: and literally were like uh like blaming us for city life which is there are homeless people in the cities and yes. there there's also this phenomenon in baltimore they're called squeegee kids highly controversial i find them to be endearing um, they're basically kids that probably would be doing worse stuff on the street, but they're hustlers, and they're trying to make money, and they, they go at intersections, spray your windshield, um, and then clean it, and then you usually give them a dollar
0: or something like give that. Give them one to five bucks.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, the worst part about it, in my mind, is that it's
0: dangerous. For um, them?
1: For them, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I personally love the squeegee kids and keep a little stash of one dollar <laughs> bills in my console <laughs> and give it to them as, many, as long as I have the dollar bill.
1: Yeah, they're super cute. But, I mean, it's jarring to some people who don't understand what city life is. I mean, that you know, I hate, I don't want to get into racist stuff, but some, a lot of people don't feel comfortable with black people approaching their cars un, sure. un, un I, unrequested
0: I, I think that's safe. Okay. I, I think we all know that.
1: Yeah. And there's actually <laughs> been problems with, like, some people who really weren't used to it, like, drawing guns on them, which is just insane.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways... It's almost as if, like, racism is solved just by being around people of other races. <laughs> it's
1: the first step. <laughs> um, they... But, yeah, so they were, like, there were people approaching our windshield on a, on our way to the house, which is, like, a mile away, by the way, from, like, the actual house itself. Mm-hmm. And, and and then... They saw
0: homeless people?
1: Yeah, yeah. But the best part... Can you tell them about the escort
0: oh yeah (laughs) so this house just to give you some background we know the reputation that Baltimore has we get it but there's nice places of Baltimore and this place in Baltimore is called Fells Point and it's a very nice place of Baltimore it's very safe I mean you know relative to Baltimore (laughs) (laughs) it's very nice there's like a couple million dollar homes and shit in this neighborhood Mm. and they were so terrified of being there that they called for a police escort out of the city of Baltimore as if the Baltimore cops don't have enough shit to do. They have to get these Pennsylvanians out of the city because they're afraid of 12-year-olds with squeegees. is
1: insane. It's so funny, though.
0: By the way, they never actually implied that they actually got the escort. They just simply said, we were so terrified. We had to get an escort. We called for a police escort.
1: Yeah. Hey, that was my first question. I'm like, there's no way that our police responded to that. They're <laughs> so no busy. Way. Yeah. Oh, my God. So funny. Um, another good one. So this was, in retrospect, not one of our best decisions. We, we had just bought our place in Baltimore and... Um, we had just paid to renovate the basement to be an Airbnb, and you know we we were feeling a little cash strapped, so we were like, "Let's go all in on Airbnb." So we were renting out the basement in Airbnb of, uh, on Airbnb, and we were also renting out our first floor as a kind of a private space, and then we would be on the top two floors. And uh, this one night, um, they were both occupied, and oh, are
0: you telling the adopted child one already? No, no, no. I'm not okay, kidding. all
1: right, sorry. Um this. So our heater was being wonky back then. And so it was a little chilly down there. And we always say, like, let us know. We can like fix it. And so she it was like almost midnight. She tried to call Steve and I think he like missed his phone call. And like within like 30 seconds of her trying to call, she decides to just bust open. So like there's a door between the basement and the rest of our house. But like we lock it. But it's like, it's not, like, a full lock situation. Like, you can pick at it and, like, eventually get it open. So she does that. She, like, busts open and just, like, storms up the steps. And she's like, hello? Hello? Just, like, screaming up into our, into our house with a guest on the first floor. Yeah. That was, like really bad and we and Steve like called her and he, or did you go to see her and he was
0: like no you, I called her it was late as shit I was like half asleep right yeah he was like you can't be in here like you, you need to go down <laughs> you need to go back downstairs and shut the door <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that was the last time we ever rented them both out at the same time yeah
0: that was it yeah that was yeah, like that what is
1: really what did it mm-hmm. um sorry I'm just looking through I mean, this isn't that good of a story, although some people are just assholes. Like, we just had guests that we were, like, we very specifically were, like, you cannot party at this home because it's a – we have this Airbnb that's – it's just really nice and has, like, a movie theater and all this stuff. And, um, you know, with COVID, people are getting a little rowdy and, the neighbors were – neighbors are a huge factor with Airbnb. Um, and they were not happy and there had just been a party. And so we wrote this whole thing, like, please, please, no parties, like – Just to be clear, if you're planning on doing that, please cancel. We'll give you a refund. And um, they said nothing and then proceeded to party for four straight days.
0: They literally left, like, happy 30th birthday stuff
1: all All
0: over the house. (laughs) By the way, just a quick little note that I want to talk about that will shock you. The amount of people that will reach out to you and say something, again, I am not exaggerating. So people will reach out for a month or maybe two months. Mm. And they'll get quoted something like, because Airbnb for like, I don't want to shock anyone with these numbers, but the reason you Airbnb is because you get way more money on a nightly rate than long-term rentals. Mm. Okay, I feel like that's common sense, but just in case it's not, I'm going to put that out there. Mm. So people will reach out for maybe a month or two-month long stay. And they'll say, hey, I'm staying for two months. Since I'm staying for two months, can you give me some sort of discount? Mm. even though there's already a 20% discount worked in. Right. So they'll be being quoted something like, I don't know, $14,000 for the two months. And if they say, even though there's a 20% discount, we'll usually be like, sure, come on, we'll tack on another 20%. Mm. But we you know, we play the game first, right? Mm. So we go, all right, it's quoting you $14,000. Um, how much were you looking to pay? Like, what's your budget? And they will seriously say stuff like, I was hoping to pay $3,000 for the entire stay. Can you please do that for me? And it's unbelievable. The, it it's a it low market rate for
1: a regular apartment. It's less apartment. than mortgages. And, and, it's, yes. Yeah, but
0: it's less than a regular apartment. And it's furnished with all utilities included, yeah. And and the amount it ha- it's like, think about it this way. If you think we're being like these landlord, du- like capitalist pig douchebags, this is like literally the equivalent. I mean, like I buy a shitload of toilet paper. I don't walk into Costco and I walk up there with four things of toilet paper and go, hey, you know, I see that these are nineteen ninety nine dollars 99 each, um, but since I'm buying four of them, can you please sell them to me for $0.49 cents a piece? It's absurd. You don't do that in any other walk of life ever, and yeah. I don't know why people think it's appropriate in Airbnb.
1: Yeah, yeah. The below market rate is the craziest. We get that in Baltimore a lot, too. Um, where it and they'll literally request like an eighth of what it's advertised for, but hey, you know, shoot your shot.
0: Yeah, shoot or shoot,
1: <laughs> shoot or shoot. Um, I said oh. shoot
0: or shoot. Oh, shoot or shoot. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> um, another funny one that I remembered was the lady who kept you were at you were in Chicago for Thanksgiving with us, and she had you on the phone for three hours with like it was like a three way call with you and Xfinity
0: because um, yes, she was the T V
1: wasn't working. We were with
0: your family the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yes. Lisa's family lives in Chicago. We see them I don't know, three or four times a year maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm on the phone for you're probably right, on and off for three hours the yeah. Wednesday before Thanksgiving.
1: And she's such a spaz. she's so upset that the T V might not be working. That she's on the call with Xfinity and she's, Steve's trying to have a conversation with, with the Xfinity person and she'll literally just blurt it and be like, hey, it's still not working. Like making it impossible to like have a conversation. She's
0: having panic attacks essentially over the TV yeah. not working, yeah. But you know, not like the ones you feel sad for people, but like <laughs> the kind that's just like, holy shit, you need to stop. You, like yeah. calm the fuck down. Right. The reason, by the way, the, that the TV wasn't working and why we couldn't get the TV to work, we literally did everything, we reset it. I sent a friend of mine to the house with a brand new remote. Mm. Mm-hmm. They don't work for me. It was the only person around because it was the day before Thanksgiving. I got back. The reason the TV wasn't working is because she had the cable box angled at a weird angle so the remote wouldn't like reach the line. Yeah, she literally had to move the cable box like an inch. I
1: know. Uh, God, we'll never not. So we learned from some like of that, though. So that's like now you'll always ask that if there's a problem with the TV. Right. I wish the Xfinity person had thought to say that. Yeah, but it was insane. Um, she got like a discount or stay over it. Um, and then
0: she had the audacity to be like, "Hey, by the way, I loved your house. Can I uh, stay there again?" I was like, "Fuck no, no."
1: no. no. <laughs> 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 um, here's a weird one. So sometimes I. Every once in a while, we get, like, a super sketchy person that's trying to book. But it's, like, it's the dead of winter. It's a pretty good booking. And you're, like, all right, I don't want to rule this out just yet. Like, let me try to, like, do some recon. And there... I can't even remember what this girl had said. I think I was, like, afraid she was, like, trying to prostitute. Because our Airbnbs 100% have been used for prostitutes. Oh, 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 it happens.
0: It's quite common.
1: 100%. And, uh, and so I'm trying to like figure out her deal and she like instantly booked or something, but like, it was something I was like, Ooh, I don't know if we should cancel this. And I Google her name. And she comes up as like three people missing in the state yeah, of Maryland.
0: shit, that was wild. Yeah, that
1: was super wild. Um, and that's when I learned that it's actually not that straightforward to get in touch with people that are trying to find the missing people. Yeah, I got bounced around to so many numbers.
0: People were like weirded out that you were even trying to call. They them. were like, really, dude. We out. have a missing person yeah. staying at this house.
1: Yeah. Um, turned out I finally got a hold of someone. Apparently, she was. Had recently been taken off and uh was like out of choice not being found um but that was kind of weird another trend is that there's the type of guests who like love free shit and there's uh, there's i'm i'm quite i'm there are definitely blogs out there that tell you what to say to to host to like get free like discounts on your stay like complaining about bullshit and like checking to make sure the oven's not clean or whatever but um there's also ones that just want to take advantage of the amenities and we've had several guests who don't like coffee and don't use coffee, but because it's free in our places, they'll do it. And we'll we'll come back to like just coffee. Like we well, also have you to doing? walk
0: them through how yeah, to yeah. make it. So
1: sometimes, yeah, sometimes they will just because they
0: literally want the free coffee even though they've never made it before. Right?
1: Exactly. So so yes, yeah, Steve has been on the phone being like, well, no, that's because you need to put a filter. In there, and, and like the filters are this. It's like really funny. I'm like, I don't think if you never drink coffee, I don't think you're gonna like it. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's something you juncture. just dive into. I think we're. I think we should get to our two funniest stories. Or not funniest, but crazy. I
1: know. I know. I mean, it's been
0: 50 minutes. I
1: know, I know. I know. I know. I just have one more. Okay. Maybe two. Um, I know it's long. What if we wanted
0: to do a part two of Airbnb stories though?
1: I, I still think I came up with this list in, like, 15 minutes. I could.
0: That's true. <laughs> like, it's, it's fine. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, I, I just, so this was also pretty early on. And when we first started, you know, you're again, you're, like, really were reviews, like, make or break you. And you, I lost way too much sleep over it. And, um, and so we kind of went above and beyond. And there was this one family who was staying at one of our Airbnbs. And they were, like, the, the AC wasn't working. And it was pretty hot. And um, so I was at back when Steve was a football coach. I was at his game, and then we rushed there right after the football game. And they were perfectly nice, but they like, they' are like mentioned that they that, so it was like these two <laughs> college kids in their family. They mentioned that they were like graduating from Yale and they attended Yale like three times during a conversation. And it was just an awkward situation where like I, I couldn't figure I, I was trying to like figure out how to solve it, like to make sure there wasn't something really wrong with the AC. And they wouldn't really let me look at it. The, the and the guy, the college age guy, goes, "My girlfriend took a look at it, and she's a chemical engineer from Yale. So I'm pretty sure it's not a problem, just like with the breakers or something." And I was like, "Okay, like I, I mean, I didn't go to Yale, and I don't know anything about chemical any anything."
0: So um, she wasn't a chemical engineer. She was an electric engineer. Oh, electric engineer. Oh, oh Okay, so
1: that's even worse. So. Um, And so that was, like, annoying and funny. And then the next day, I came there. We had called an AC technician, but I came early, and I was like, I'm just going to check. And this bitch over here who did not go to Yale, do anything with engineering, I fucking fixed that shit in, like, two minutes. And that was back when I really didn't know how houses worked. Um, So I thought that was pretty funny. It
0: was also, I remember them, because we were in there trying to fix it when they were in there after I was coaching a football game on a Friday night. So it was like 10 o'clock on a Friday night, and I'm in there trying to fix the AC for him, even though it was like a simple fix or whatever. But like I was totally distracted. Oh, you're coming straight from a football game, huh? And I was like, did you guys win or lose? And I said, we won. And the guy goes, good. We wouldn't let a loser into this house. I was like, what the fuck, dude? What?
1: <laughs> I know, know. they were such nerds. Such yeah, nerds. Like, like you're not cool, guys. Yeah, yeah.
0: Congratulations um, on the Yale yeah. thing again, by yeah. the way.
1: Ridiculous. Um, okay. So let's let's go into the two big doozies. Okay. These are the ones we usually tell when people ask us, What is your craziest Airbnb stories?
0: Yeah, so one of them actually happened in our house when it was the same setup that Lisa was describing earlier when we had guests on the basement which is totally separate and then guests staying on the first floor. Mm-hmm. It was from that fateful winter when our heat was being wonky. Mm. Where it would work for like a month we'd have heat but then all of a sudden like we, our heat would just not work for a week.
1: Well, it, it, more so than that it would like it wouldn't work for like random hours. So right. that's what was really frustrating about it. Because so we thought yeah. we were good to go. And then, like, in the middle of the night, it would just turn off.
0: Yeah, sure. And so we have this couple. Not that it's that relative. But they're this same-sex Israeli co- couple coming to adopt a Baltimore baby.
1: Yeah, they were Israeli residing in London getting yes. a Baltimore baby.
0: And they came here... So okay, me, the, the, the,
1: you only do the lead up because I handled the yeah, lead up. Yeah. So yeah, so they they had booked our basement, um, and they reached out and they were like, "Oh my god, the baby came early! Like we're flying in early. Do you have anywhere to like can we stay in the basement early?" And I was like, we, "You can't actually. We have a guest that'll be there until you check in. It's like the only other place we have available right now is our first floor." And I was like, "It's a different setup. Here's the link. Book it if you want to." And they go, okay, sounds good, and booked it. And I'm like, cool, see you in a bit. There you yes. Go.
0: So go Sorry, I forgot all those details. Yeah. So they're staying where we told them was like a sort of pseudo-shared space, right? I mean,
1: I, yeah. We
0: also told them that the heat had stopped working right before they arrived. So we were like, hey, by the way, the heat isn't working. It's still going to be like 65 degrees and we have heaters.
1: Yeah. 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 It wasn't that cold
0: out. Yes. So, yes, we didn't have the heat on. Yeah. Unfortunately. But we told them that we got them heaters, all that good shit. Yeah. Right. So then they're here and they're kind of yelling at us that we don't have a way for them to heat up milk for the baby, which, you know, I've got news for you, parents. Like, if you don't know that you don't know that.
1: Well, th- there's so many things. So, like, I when I sent over the listing, I at that point I'm like, you're taking responsibility for your own shit, right? Like, it's a, it's very clear in the listing what we offer and what we don't. And um, and the other thing, yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about their lives. Like, I don't I don't know how adoptions work. Yeah, in the movies they show you taking the baby away right away, but I don't actually know. They didn't tell us when they were getting the baby. They didn't tell tell us what they needed. For a newborn baby. I literally, these are things I don't think about because I I view that as the guest responsibility. Sure. Um, yeah. So they start, yeah, making comments
0: about that. Yes. So basically they like get annoyed with us. That so there's not the, a kitchen. in there's the There's no first kitchen. Form. There's no, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's no this. There's no that. It's all stuff for babies that we just wouldn't know. They knew yep. there wasn't a full kitchen. So anyway, one of them, he goes out, comes back with a bunch of electric shit to start Producing more heat, so obviously they then are going to blow a fuse.
1: Well, they they bought like stuff to not to produce more heat, but like to like to heat put, up the heat baby up the stuff. milk and shit. Like sorry, that. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a pseudo kitchen, like they basically you know, threw, yeah, set
0: up an electric kitchen yeah. in a uh, you know 150 year old home yeah. in Baltimore, and they blew a fuse. And they blew a fuse again. It was like midnight, one o'clock, maybe. Yes, yeah, very late. So they call me and I'm upstairs and they're screaming at me. They basically were good cop, bad topping me. That's kind of how mm. I would describe it. Where one of them would call and be cool, and then the other one would call and scream. So finally, I just walked down there. Like, Lisa and I are already making moves to get them to a different place, find a hotel, get them the hell out of the house.
1: Right. We're like, this is just not going to work, and they didn't know what they were getting into, and we didn't know what they needed.
0: Yes. So I go down there, and then the good cops are saying, look, I don't care if you've guests downstairs. I have my child to worry about, and I'm busting in there, and I'm going to reflip the breaker to reset our.
1: Right. So you're missing the part of the story where, like... Steve's like, I'm so sorry. Like, there's a young child staying in the basement. Yeah, the breaker's down mean. there. So, like, you blew this fuse, but, like, honestly, like, we don't, like, it sounds like you have way more needs than we can meet. Like, I, I you know, we can't get a hold of people down there. Like, we think maybe we can help you get into a hotel. Like, we don't think this is a good fit. Um, and then, yeah, you're down there. And he's basically screaming at yeah, you.
0: Trying to get them out of there. And they're like screaming at you. I don't care. I'm gonna break down that door. I'm gonna go flip that breaker. And I'm like, I'm like, no. Like, I'm giving you a way out. I found you Airbnbs to go to. Yeah. And then like eventually, the the other guy was, who was the bad cop, just sort of flung open our like doors, and screamed at me, like, it is too cold in here for a newborn. My my baby might die. I am going to sue you for everything you own and I'm going to sue Airbnb and screaming this at me in my home at like 1 a.m. when there's another family below them as I'm trying to explain to them that we have already made other arrangements for them. Right.
1: Right. And the minute someone starts telling you that they're going to sue you, for the conditions of your home is when you're like, okay, you have to leave now then yeah. because I can't have you staying in here and like threatening to sue me for the fact that you're here when we've given you alternative arrangements.
0: Yeah. And then anyway, I awkwardly helped them move all of their stuff out of the house <laughs> for the next half hour when they like parked pretty far away. <laughs> so we sat there and like, I, I don't know, like even despite everything that had just went down, like it's in my nature to make small talk with strangers. So I kept trying to like, Yeah, so you know where where you guys live. (laughs) And they'd be like, I don't want to (laughs) talk. I'm like, all right, cool, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough.
1: Yeah, that was miserable. That was extremely stressful, like being, like just having that all happen in your home and just being like, how did we get here? And like, oh, my God, that was bad. And so, yeah, actually, I probably misspoke. I don't think it was those, that girl when she popped in and screamed. It was definitely them that we were like, never, ever, ever, ever again. For sure. Um, Or maybe we had done it, and then I was like, oh, but they're going to stay, and I'm just trying to help them. It was the
0: same winter. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, and then the biggest doozy, our crown jewel of Airbnb Airbnb stories is Sang.
0: Why are you saying names? This dude is a fucking criminal. You can't just be dropping criminals' names on here. I'm going to have to edit that shit out. You can't be serious. Dude, what if he listens? What if he, like, I don't know, is on one of his criminal ventures and is listening to our sick podcast and then hears us and now he's just, like, going to come vengeance us or whatever criminals do? <sighs> All
1: right, Steven. You can edit it out if, if you want to protect I'm gonna our safety. i going to bleep it out.
0: Yeah, dude, we're going to be a witness protection soon. <laughs> All right, so anyway, our boy. Okay, so he books again. Of course, it's winter time.
1: Yeah, all the bad shit happens in the winter.
0: So we were, like, super stoked just to have a week-long booking in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it works is this is definitely when I was still teaching. It was the last day of school before winter break because we had a flight that afternoon.
1: Yeah, and just as a preface, and this is going to sound, like, douchey and dramatic, but I was on, while, this was, while he w- had booked, I was on a flight from Pakistan To land, like I've been traveling forever to get to DC, where I had a really tight connection to catch the same flight as Steve to California for a family vacation. So this is like Steve's last day, and like sang books that morning. Sorry. Stop saying his
0: name. (laughs) Stop naming names.
1: Maybe I want danger in my life. God. (laughs) Um, And, uh, anyways, yeah. So this is all happening. While we're about to try to catch a flight.
0: Yeah, so kind of. He 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 booked earlier in the morning, right? And I was still a teacher, and I'm sitting there, and like I, you know, to a certain extent, tried to do as little Airbnb as possible when I was teaching. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was just so excited. I'm like, yeah, heck yeah! The guy had like really bad reviews, but I didn't care because it's winter. So I'm like, fuck yeah! Give me the money. Mm -hmm. So he books for a week. And then I send him check-in details of how to access the home. About 30 minutes later, he randomly cancels the booking after he already has access to the home. Mm. And this very rarely happens.
1: Very, very, very rare.
0: So I had a team teacher, thank God, at the time where I looked at him. And again, if you're judging me, all right, screw you. I literally did this once. This is the one time.
1: And it's like the day before break.
0: Yeah. So like, it's like, it's, it's a, a complete joke. We're like watching like movies or something. So I look at him like, hey, Chris, I think someone just sort of pseudo broke into one of my Airbnbs. Can you cover me? Like, I got I to gotta go. And he's like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Th- yeah. Get the hell out of here. So I'm speeding from a place called Reston, Virginia, all the way up to D.C. And I'm trying to beat this unnamed individual to the home (laughs) so I can change the door code so I speed there I get there I get out and I open the door and he has already moved in just so much shit and this is after he had canceled his reservation yeah
1: and this is way before check-in time too
0: yes so I start I get angry and I start screaming his name I'm going to use his pseudonym name I'm going to call him (laughs) Johnny, right? <laughs> So I'm screaming like, because he's not there. He's not on the first floor. It's a two-story house. I don't see him. So I start screaming. I'm like, Johnny, Johnny, you got to get the hell out of this house. Like, Get out of the house, Johnny. What you, come down here. But I, I'm screaming as I'm walking into the house. And as I'm screaming, I start looking around. And there's just, So much bizarre shit. There's bags and bags of, like, women's clothing. Like, brand new tennis shoes. There's a shitload of drug paraphernalia. Like,
1: blowtorches.
0: Bongs, blowtorches. Probably weirdest of all, there was a husky on the couch (laughs) that was just sitting there, attentively growling at me, (laughs) which was terrifying in itself. I don't know that husky. No. And then by the time I walked back to the kitchen, I saw a blowtorch in two portable safes. And I was like, oh, shit. I got to get the hell out of my house <laughs> and do something different because I don't want to be standing in here when this insane, somehow sketchy criminal person is here and comes back. Yeah. So I... Walk out. I change the door code really, really quickly. I was quite terrified, I will admit, that I was, he was going to show up while I'm, like, screwdrivering the code. Yeah, because you have to, like, undo the, the
1: whole, it's not yeah, a simple process.
0: Yeah, so, so I'm, like, changing the door code, leave the door unlocked, and go get into my car and, like, sort of stake out the house down the street. And I'm calling him and calling him and calling him. The problem with that is that he clearly left a fake number. So the number was fake. I tried it a bunch of times. I'm like, this is definitely fake. Call Airbnb, tell them the situation. They keep telling me to call the police. I'm like, I'm not calling the police. This dude's going to, like, set my house on fire or some shit if I call the police on him. He's like an actual criminal.
1: Yeah, well, didn't – and one of the guys, though, was super annoying – the first one wasn't taking you seriously.
0: He said, oh, dude, I have an Airbnb in Colorado. People smoke weed in there all the time. I'm like, this I'm is like, not the same. This dude has weapons. And, like, I'm sorry, but dudes don't walk around with bags of women's clothing. I also saw a woman, when I was staking out the house, like, walk in the house, walk out very confused, call a car and get the hell out of there. The dude was definitely a pimp and a drug dealer. Yeah, 100%. So, like, eventually, like, I've left him 30 messages on Airbnb or whatever being like, come home or come back to the Airbnb, get the shit out of my house. you got to go. You canceled. Please leave. Hours pass by of me on this stakeout, like, hours. I've already left Lisa a voicemail being like, I'm not going to make this flight. I'm staying here. I can't leave these people here. So, like, eventually on my stakeout, this, like, sick Mercedes pulls up. No license plates. I don't know how they didn't get pulled over. There's literally, there wasn't a license plate on the front or the back of the car. And these two dudes who are like five foot one wearing Russian tuxedos get out of this, which is like, you know, like a tracksuit, like a matching tracksuit. They get out and they like swagger walk from the Mercedes into the house. And, like, ten minutes later, they, like, reach out on Airbnb, and they're like, hey, we're just not going to cancel. Haha. ha And, like, no, get the hell out of that house. And, like, I threatened to call the cops. And once they threatened to call the cops, they were just like, okay, like, we'll leave. And then spent, like, the next 30 minutes getting out of the house, essentially.
1: Yes. And so... It doesn't end
0: there, by the way. It it's not over. It doesn't end there.
1: <laughs> so, as you can imagine, I mean... Those flights are brutal. It's been a stressful. It was a stressful year, really, of string of travel. And I'm like, finally, I'm just going to, like, catch this layover. I'm going to be my family. I'm just going to chill. Um, I land and just get, like, this barrage of shit from Steve. And I'm like, what the he fuck shit. And, and, you know, it's hard to be in a good mood after that kind of travel. Um, I'm, like, at the United desk, like, frantically trying to figure out, like, how much it's going to cost me. To, like, move my flight, which is when I learned a, a very helpful fact that I want to make sure everyone knows. If you try to just, like, outright change your flight and be like, I can't make it. I want it to be the next day. They'll charge, they'll, obviously they'll charge you a shit ton of money because airlines are the worst. Um, but if you miss your flight, like, they'll just bump you to another flight that you can make for free. So I was about to try to pay all this money to change and they literally pushed it for me for free. But I think with yours, we had to pay, I don't know. It ended up costing us a good amount of money. And we had to, we had to delay the trip by like a day. Um, and I was fucking. Did you pissed.
0: mention the fact that you just tell them you're missed the flight? I think you missed the tip. The tip is like, don't say I want to change my flight. Just don't go to the flight. Oh yeah. And yeah, tell yeah. Oh, sorry.
1: That wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. 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 Um, just miss it. Yeah. Um, so anyways I you know go and see Steve and I yeah I'm just fuming I'm like this is so ridiculous like and, and I think I was mad I was mad at everyone I was mad at Airbnb because they were not helpful to you at all and weren't taking it seriously and then like whatever and then and then I was like you know we were we we lost real money over it and not only like our own travel, but like you anytime you get like a last minute booking and then it cancels, like like people, it's it's blocking your calendar, you know. And so I was like, this is ridiculous. Like and like they like I think they like probably left some sh- like there was like some damage associated with it. Something there there was like serious money involved. So I call Airbnb and I'm like, you're paying for this. Like this is.
0: By the way, I also want to make it totally clear. I was saying, Lisa, let it go. No.
1: OK. OK, fine. You were saying let it go. I
0: was saying let it go. I'm just happy that the house isn't on fire.
1: Right. And I'm like, vengeance okay. forever. So <laughs> um, we call Airbnb. And normally how stuff works with Airbnb is their whole thing is try to work it out amongst yourselves, hosts and guests. If you cannot, then Airbnb goes and gets involved. They're the mediator. They are the ultimate deciders. And they have a lot of power. They can charge people's credit cards, their accounts, and like their, what their, their shit goes. But there are cases where you can go straight to Airbnb sometimes, and they'll just handle it. So I call them, and I'm like, look, this guy was super scary. He's a criminal. He's still on your fucking platform, by the way. You need to remove him immediately. He's a huge threat. I can tell that he's already, like, booked somewhere else. Like, you need to remove him from the platform, and, like, can we please get reimbursed? He should have never been on here. Because Airbnb is normally very good at vetting. Like, we get so many shady characters on other platforms. Airbnb... Like, they will kick you off pretty quickly, and they, like, they they don't have any spammers, or if they do, they're just gone so fast. And they pride themselves on that, and that's their whole thing, is that they keep you safe as a host. So I was like, hey, you didn't keep us safe, like, this is fucking bullshit, we want to be reimbursed for this, we make you a ton of money. And, um... And so, but their thing was like, no, you need to reach out to him first. I'm like, I don't feel comfortable reaching out to him first. He's dangerous, like blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you need to say something. We have to have it written down, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. So I write down a message to him and I'm like, just so you know, this happened. This cost us this amount of money. Will you reimburse us?
0: You owe us this money.
1: Yeah. He writes back, threatening us, basically being like, you don't want to mess with me. Like,
0: I told you people to like not fuck with me. Like fuck you, you you are fucking with the wrong person. Yes. Just like literally over to the Airbnb.
1: Over on just, the platform threatens yeah. us. To be fair though, that's all I needed to get the police.
0: Yeah, that that was, I mean at least it was validating.
1: It was validating. Like I was like,
0: Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like just immediately like gave us some financial assistance. Yes. For what happened.
1: That said, we definitely like lives in fear for a couple weeks we're like what if he throws a brick through the window
0: like dude I was legitimately nervous about walking up to the house when we got back from California yeah I was like should I like be doing this I'm pretty sure like I had like a screwdriver in my sleeve just (laughs) in case the first time I walked up to the house like I was like kind of nervous
1: yeah no it was it was scary that was definitely like the most the, the most jarring experience we've had
0: yes but again just you know, to make things relative, this is like we've hosted probably two thousand people on Airbnb, yeah, least, and this yeah. is like one person.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never had anything this bad. Yeah. Um, at least that we knew about. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, well, I mean, I don't even give a shit. Like, honestly, if I don't know about it, congratulations, you do you. <laughs> yeah. Like, but cool? like, if you're doing shady shit or like pissing off the neighbors or breaking the house, that's when I care.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I think that, that was quite the doozy. Yeah. That's a long pod for us.
0: Yeah, it really is. Um, let's get the hell out of here. We clearly don't have time for pop culture talk. I think this whole thing was basically a pop culture talk, really.
1: Yeah, it's a little slice of
0: the yeah. country. But again, for you new listeners, if you're still even listening, this <laughs> is normally a history podcast. We're just taking a break to do this one. I hope you guys had as much fun as Lisa and I did. <laughs> Um, Yeah, my name is Steve, and um, I own an Airbnb business.
1: (laughs) My name is Lisa, and I helped him make it happen.